1: Wow. Hey, everybody. Oh, my gosh. If you've been listening to Transformation Talk Radio or the Dr. Pat show or any of the other channels, you are probably flying high right about now. And we're not going to stop. You know, I am so thrilled to be connecting with all of you for a lot of reasons. You know, one of the things I used to think about on my own healing journey is, you know, what if we could create something? You know, what if there was a way way to create something that would help our bodies de-stress? You know, what if there was something that could be done along the way so that healing could really happen? What if my mind chatter could stop just long enough to hear the voice of spirit? What if, what if, what if? Then I met Dr. Dan Cohen, yeah. And all of a sudden, you're I, I, I me, meeting Dr. Dan, and he has done just that. He has created what you've heard me talk about before, the Soul Tech Lounge. And what is this? Absolutely the most incredible thing I've ever experienced. And you're going to find out today why. We've got a special guest joining us who you're going to hear about. Dr. Dan is going to walk us through what is it about this technology that he was called to develop. He's a neurologist, an inventor, he's an author, but his focus is on technology and writing related experiences based on technology and personal and spiritual development. Yeah. Yeah. So this is not, you know, somebody, Dr. Dan Cohen, who's like, oh, there's technology here, here's spirituality here. No, he has literally, literally figured out a way so that there is no gap. And that's what today's show is about. You know, as this lead inventor of so many patented tools, but this awakened technology, which he introduced in 2013, I happen to be on the receiving end of the lounge. And, you know, I'm like everybody else. You guys know me. You've been listening to the show for a long time. I'm pretty skeptical. You know, I'm, I'm kind of like, yeah, people have said they've done this or they said they've done this. And Dr. Dan says, I'm sending you a chair. And I have been in the chair since he sent it. But what has happened? What has changed? And I'm not going to be able to explain it in the way that Dr. Dan can and our very special featured guest, Wendy, will be able to explain it. But now the things that are happening make sense to me. Today, I am so thrilled that we get to talk with Dr. Dan Cohen, this amazing, you know, this amazing technological genius, but also a spiritual, energetic, soul connected, To humanity, individual, Doctor Dan, I'm excited about today, and we have got somebody in the house as well, right?
0: You bet. You know, thanks, Doctor Pat. It's it's wonderful being here with you. And with me is Wendy Runke, and Wendy is one of our practitioners slash distributors. She's been working with us for the past few years, and she has extensive experience using our technology, uh, in Duluth, Minnesota with, um, probably what, Wendy, have you, have you had what I would say a hundred clients over the years? <laughs>
2: four, four or five. I quit
1: counting. Four
0: them, or
2: 500. So. Yeah. Oh my God.
1: Wow. Ah, I wow. forgot
2: to <laughs>
0: Wow.
1: Wow. You know, I, I want to, you know, I want to talk about the science for a minute, but I want to ask you a question, Wendy, you know, can you give us an idea of the range of people that you've been able to work with? Because so, when we say clients, folks are going to want to know, well, well, what did they come to see you about, Wendy? And then how did you use the lounge? How did you use the chair?
2: Well, I have four chairs, and I encourage people to come in multiple, and it, because it raises the energy level for all of the people. But I have people, a full range of people. Some people come basically for relaxation, and that's the beauty of it. The chair, it takes people where they're at at this point in time. But I would say most of the people that come to use the chair and use it on a regular basis are on a spiritual path. And they yeah. have connected with me in the community and heard me talk about the chair or... They're friends of friends that have gotten introduced to the chair, and people come back and they'll bring three people with them because they want to share it with others. So, all kinds.
1: Oh, my gosh. Well, we're going to get into a lot of the conversations about this, your own personal story. But I think, Dr. Dan, let's take people on a journey about why this (laughs) – why we are referring to it as the chair, but most importantly, the technology that is behind this and how you discovered it. Because I think for me, that is one of the most important things that I think we can understand about it. You know, it is something that in a million years, once you told me about it, I was like, of course, but I would love for you to share this journey, this technology, this spiritual connection with our listeners today.
0: Okay, well, let me let me start out by saying that um, this has been a um, uh, quite a process. We've been researching this for the past 19 years, and we started with sound and vibration. <clears throat> we added, after about year seven or eight, uh, magnetic field stimulation with it that was also synchronous. And let's break it up into, into sort of two parts. One part was the sound and vibration, and then the other part is the bag- magnetic stimulation because yeah. they do different. So if we just begin with sound and vibration, um, our goal there was inducing very significant levels of relaxation for the purpose of reducing stress and to help people move towards a meditative state, okay, and the way in which that works is really um, quite simple. Uh, particularly if you have medical training, because let's back for a second and, and think about the brain and the most important function that the brain serves, which is, I think, if you really thought about it, you everybody would come up with the same answer, and it, yeah. it's essentially just keep us alive. Uh-huh. The brain, the brain. Primary function is our survival instinct. It's the most basic instinct that the brain provides. And it uses basically the senses of sight, hearing, and touch predominantly to allow for that functionality. So, for instance, consciously and subconsciously, we are always scanning the environment for potential danger. And most of that is subconscious. You don't even realize what's happening. But all of a sudden, if you saw something in the distance, let's say you saw somebody, you know, um, that was in the distance, but you saw that they had a, a knife in their hand, immediately yeah. you would be alerted. Okay? Yeah. And it's not that you were consciously thinking of somebody with a knife, That would, but it's just part of your surveillance mechanism. And, and that informs your vigilance mechanism, or your vigilance apparatus, to always be on the alert. And so... These senses of sight, sound, and touch, which are hierarchical, because you can see further than you can hear, and then if somebody touched you and you couldn't see it or hear it, then you'd have the biggest startle response. So those three modalities are always on the lookout for potential danger. So there's two ways to try to quiet them. One is deprive them of all stimulation. And I'm sure you've heard of sensory deprivation, right? Okay. That's one way, but you know you got to get wet. You got to get into an enclosed surface. <laughs> you know, a lot of people don't like going through all that rigmarole. You know, and then it's you know how clean is this water? Have they put in enough chlorine? And you know all of those issues. Well, the opposite way neurologically is to habituate those areas that uh, of those areas that serve those sensory modalities. So, for instance, what we do with our Soltech Lounge is we. Almost always place it in a room that you can darken. And you tell people, look, during this process, you want to close your eyes. So that's, that's just like a sensory deprivation tank in a sense, because you're not providing the visual apparatus with any stimulation. But what we do for, for the hearing and touch is we play this layered music that is relatively monotonous, and so the auditory cortex that receives those impulses of sound says, hey, you know what? There's nothing here to listen. It's same, it's the same, it's the same. And so parts of the brain, particularly in the frontal lobe, they say, hey, you know what? You're not helping me in terms of maintaining more vigilance. So, and, and because you're, I'm going to inhibit you. I'm going to shut you down. So literally the auditory cortex becomes inhibited, as does the sensory motor cortex, which is receiving the vibratory sense from the technology, because you feel it. And, that, and it, again, it, it's this nice, pleasant vibration, but it, it's similar enough over time that that area of the, the brain also gets shut down. So now you've lost all the modalities that normally would make you tense and vigilant. Okay? You've mm-hmm. lost the vision, you've lost the hearing, you've lost the touch. And so in essence, the brain is poised to go to sleep. And our instructions when you get into the Soltech lounge is, look, I want you to go to sleep and let the technology wake you up. And then what we do periodically, we change, you know, the, the loudness of the music and the vibration. And so periodically you've been drifting and now it wakes you up a little bit. But what you can learn in that process is, wow. I can feel how relaxed my body is when when it's partially asleep or even you can get to the point where you're awake in terms of your awareness, which, by the way, doesn't come from just the brain. (laughs) Okay, that's that's the hard part for most people. they They said, wait a minute, if you put my brain to sleep, you know, I'm asleep, not aware. But with this kind of training, you develop an awareness even to the point where you become aware of your sleeping body. And that's remarkable. Learn to feel what a sleeping body feels like, and you're never physiologically more relaxed than that. And we humans are incredibly good at recreating feeling states, and that's how you conquer stress, because now you feel how relaxed the body is. And you say, hey, I can recreate that, and I can be like this all the time. And so we have lots of people who have been using this technology for a period of months and years now, and they are much more relaxed than they've ever been because they've learned how to recreate that feeling. So that's, well, the, I, that's the sound and vibration part.
1: You know what I love about that is as you're speaking about it, I am, I'm literally, as you're talking about it, I'm taken to my own personal experience with it. Um, but the sound part for me is just amazing. You know, because I relate to sound. Um, But there's the sound, and then that's not the end of the journey, is it, Dr. Dan?
0: No, no. And, you know, we got to the point where we were playing with sound and vibration, and, and our goal in the beginning was not just to induce a level of relaxation. We really wanted to try to develop technology that would impact our spiritual self. That was really important to us. We were doing this... For not only relaxation but also spiritual development, and and that's that's when we reasoned, okay, how are we going to actually do this? And as a neurologist, you know, I understood how the brain worked, and I was a complete believer in in the fact that we have spiritual energy as part of our human experience, that and that that's truly what we are. So when the body dies, we live on as that spiritual energy. But my feeling was. You know this spiritual energy really works through this body how does it do it how does my I'm just going to call it my soul for instance yeah how does my soul interact with my brain and the brain is an electrochemical flash, electromagnetic organ okay it works with electricity and it emanates and can and can be stimulated by magnetism so If that's the case, then does our soul interact? And I'm not saying our soul is electromagnetic, but can our soul interact with the brain's electromagnetic properties? And I figured it probably could, and if it could do that, then we could interact with our spiritual self through electromagnetism. So we instituted a magnetic field, stimulator in this process that w- that we synchronize to the music. And we placed it in a very strategic position. If you, you know, I'm, I'm sure a number of your listeners understand and, and have a picture in their mind of the human energy system with, you know, the hara line or sushumna, you know, what we call the spirit line that's in the center, that, yeah. that runs just in front, up and down, but it's in front of the spinal cord. and And it's infinite. And from that, the chakras emanate, and from that, the auric bodies emanate. Well, we position the magnetic field to stimulate right at the, at the base, right at the root chakra, but also where that spirit line passes right through, because then you're getting the entire human energy system. And most people believe that the human energy system is built in a way where lower chakras receive lower frequencies and higher chakras receive higher frequencies. And so there's a sort of a bandwidth principle here. And so we made sure in the music that we incorporated a lot of the lower frequencies because so many of our psychological issues reside in our first three or four chakras. So we wanted to make sure we stimulated those areas quite nicely. But we also wanted to get the higher chakras too, so we incorporated this layer of music that incorporates all the frequencies in so that you'll take what you need. And that was really important to us. And as we instituted that, and we, you know, as we've talked about before, we have observers that are able to witness the human energy field. And we've seen dramatic changes over the years in our systems based upon this level of stimulation. Plus, we've also changed dramatically. And and you've witnessed some of that change, even on air. (laughs) Yeah. You know, some of that process. and. And that has been dramatic, because now I can perceive things I've never been able to perceive. I was never able to see spiritual entities and to perceive some of the things I can now perceive. And and I attribute all of that to this kind of work and the evolution of that integration between my spiritual self and my physical body, including my brain.
1: You know what I love about this? I mean, you know, clearly this is an evolution, you know, in one's own personal journey. But if people listening to this show are asking themselves, well, wait a minute, you know, I've been struggling on a day-to-day basis to get in touch with source energy, higher power, God consciousness, whatever that is, Buddha consciousness, you know, Christ consciousness, whatever that is for, for all of you listening. And this has been this ongoing dialogue. What I think we're talking about here, Dr. Dan, is that this technology uh, opens up a door that many of us have not been able to open ourselves.
0: You know, that, that's very well put. Uh, I, I would agree with that entirely. And, and it's not that people cannot do it themselves. They definitely can. But right. it's harder. I mean, I tried for 20 years before we started developing this technology, and I thought that I was really a good meditator, okay? And I thought that my spiritual self was really much better integrated with my physical body. Uh-huh. I was wrong. I was just <laughs> absolutely wrong. And this dramatically changed, you know, the, 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 my whole meditative process, as well as you know, the results. So, I mean, ultimately, you know, I, I mean, I know people shouldn't be attached to results, this and that, but, you know, quite honestly, that's what we're doing this so that we can change and we can shed, you know, our egoic beliefs and coping strategies and become, you know, more of what we authentically are. I mean, that's the whole goal here and integrate that into the human experience so that we're better people, you know, and we can really express what we truly are. That's, to me, that is the goal of me- meditation and spiritual development, is to become what we are. And, and for many people, that ultimately becomes unity consciousness.
1: Yeah. How do we I become? mean, one of the things that I wanted to just touch upon that you said is well, uh, as something interesting. And then, Wendy, I'd love for you to jump in here. And one of the things that I've discovered and I can't pinpoint at what month it was that all of a sudden now I had creativity that was really inexplainable that I couldn't explain to anybody. But the way it shows up is it shows up by how many times I walk into the other room and I say to Jessica, you know what, Jessica, I'd really like to do this. As a matter of fact, Dr. Dan, we just had that conversation almost 10 minutes ago or, well, actually 10 minutes before I started the show. And I walked in and, you know, I had said to her, I really want us to reprogram the back end of what we're building in this way. You know, I really wanted to have four separate parts and I would love for those parts to be automated so that you can just hit a button and it. But anyway, the point is there's a level of creativity that then starts to emerge. And I bet you hear this even from people that say I'm not creative, right?
0: Yep, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, Wendy, chime in there. How about you, Wendy? Welcome to the show.
2: Thank you. I'm glad to be here.
1: So, you know, Dr. Dan has taken us through uh, just a very brief description. And I would love to ask you, uh, where did your journey begin? And were, did you actually, were you kind of like me thinking, yeah, this chair is going to do what? Or or were you automatically <laughs> sold?
2: You know, I met a friend for long And she was telling me about this chair and that I had to come down to the city and try this chair and that it was incredible how it put you in a relaxed state, really is all she told me about it. But something about it, I don't normally use my iPhone while I'm having lunch with someone. I got right on my phone and I'm contacting Dan and made arrangements to go down to the city two days later and try the chair. And I knew somehow intuitively that this was what I was looking for. And I didn't even know what I was looking for. I just just knew intuitively that this is what I wanted to do with the rest of my life somehow. Mm -hmm. And I went down and tried the chair, had an incredible experience. And went back every Friday night for seven months. And it was a 150-mile drive each way. Wow! But it was that incredible. And it has. It totally changed my life. Wow. I had always really struggled with... I had done kundalini yoga for 10 years and could somewhat achieve a meditative state at the end of that class. But really struggled with meditation and after using the chair for just a short time I can put myself in a meditative state with three breaths mm-hmm. so it it's changed so much I'm and and it's true for me also I am more creative I've always been somewhat creative but now I ideas pop in my head and I just know that that's the way to go and it works
1: Yeah. And, you know, we're going to talk about this when we come back, Wendy, you're going to take us on a journey and we're going to be talking with you uh, about, Okay, you've had that experience. Right. But now you're introducing it to hundreds of people and we're going to we're going to really chat about, well, where are these people in their life journey? Are they battling an addiction? Uh, Are they stressed? Have they gone through divorce? Do they just simply want a better life, an amazing life? Are they artists? Are they spiritual teachers? Are they programmers? Who are these people? And what is the world a possibility to bridge the gap so that there is no gap between technology and spirituality? Um, and before we go to break, Dr. Dan, I would love for you to give out the website so people can find out more about this. And then when we come back, Wendy, it's all Wendy.
0: Okay. Our, our main website is tooltoawaken.com. And if you're primarily interested in stress, we have a website that's called stressreductiontechnology.com.
1: Awesome. We're going to take a short break, everyone. You're listening to The Dr. Pat Show. We're so thrilled to be having this conversation. And by the way, phone lines are open. 1-800-930-2819. If you're thinking, well, will this actually work for me? Well, let us know what's on your mind. Let us know what you've been battling and let us get you some help and information about what has been discovered so far. Uh, We're going to take a short break. I'm Dr. Pat. Everybody stay tuned. Wait till you hear what Wendy's about to share, everybody. We'll be right back.
2: The Doctor is in. Tune in to the hit show, The Psychic Love Doctor, with host Deborah Lee. Deborah's life affirming, highly perceptive reading method has taught Deborah how to zero in on specific problems with relationships, career pursuits, and current roadblocks to success and happiness. Join Deborah Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific and for a special broadcast the second Thursday of every month at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com.
1: Hi, this is Leslie Fontaine, and my show is Sheer Alchemy on TransformationTalkRadio.com. When we're bogged down with our emotions, the hardships that plague us in our relationships, at work, our finances, we literally can't see the higher plane where we could be operating from. Tune in to Leslie Fontaine, Sheer Alchemy on TransformationTalkRadio.com. everybody welcome back and you know we were just chatting about those amber alerts and how absolutely important they are lives are being saved and you know that's why I am doing what I do in the world I never thought in a million years that I would be sitting here talking with all of you you tune us in every day Uh, I've said it before you're the best listeners on the planet there's no question about that and you have taught me so much and in return what we like to do is introduce you to things that are showing up that could help us in our everyday lives and live a life that is really extraordinary. That's why, Dr. Dan Cohen, you're here, and we have a very special, special guest because you've heard us talk about the chair. Now you're going to hear someone that doesn't just talk about the chair, but is helping people change their lives. This is about transformation, Wendy, isn't it? Wendy, it's great to have you here. Well,
2: it's my pleasure to be here, and absolutely, it is about transformation, and I watch it daily. I watch so get, it let, let's
1: let's start by talking with you. Take us on a journey. You know, uh, what are some of the folks that you get to be in front of every day, and what are some of the situations they're trying to remedy?
2: Well. I just, interestingly enough, yesterday had a woman that has had narcolepsy all her life and and has had medical doctors tell her she didn't. And just after hearing her story a little bit, after her first experience in the chair, when she had left her body, it was very clear to me she had narcolepsy. And that had a profound effect. And she's now... When, because she's also had NDEs and left her body um, and been the observer, she likes it on the other side. She likes how it feels. But in just two sessions, she is now learning how to ground herself and isn't so resistant on coming back into her body. in, 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 in a week, in a week's time, two sessions, She's made a shift, and myself personally, I have made huge changes. I struggled, as I said earlier, with meditation. Now I can go into a meditative state with three simple breaths. I lead a class in qigong. I can um, just—I'm—I'm I'm so much more at peace than I was, and I literally do not have mind talk. I notice it immediately and I comment on it to myself and then it's poof, it's gone. So I'm happier. I'm a happier person. In fact, I nicknamed the chair the happy chair when I first (laughs) started to use it. And I have many, many people that have used the chair that have post-traumatic stress. And it has been a remarkable thing for them And what happens is in the chair, often those traumatic events come back, but you're not experiencing it in the same way. Although you may have those feelings, you're more of an observer and you gain insight. And you gain insight with your adult mind and not the child that you were and take all of that on yourself, if that makes any sense. So people are able to re-experience that trauma and move on from it. And that's, yeah. that's the beauty of it is they don't have to stay stuck back there and be fearful of all kinds of things. They can, they can move on in a much freer kind of way.
1: Well and what we're talking about too is we're talking about and and let's really break this down you know from uh even a one of the simplest places we can we're talking about uh you know a practical application you know not not just something that You know, we're talking about that is so far on on the other end of the spectrum spiritually. But we're talking about practical applications for people that are really stuck at different places of their lives. Or maybe they're stuck in, you know, some form of illness, aren't we? Yes,
2: absolutely. Um, Being stuck is a perfect way to describe it. Um, It's an amazing thing to watch that happen. And um, I have a great story that illustrates that. I had a friend who at the end of her session, she said, I know why I use food. I use food to protect myself. So if I lose weight, where's my protection? But if I don't lose weight, I'm going to die. Mm -hmm. And the next time I saw her, I had a flip chart at the time, and I was having people write down some reactions to their sessions. And Lou, I asked her to write it down, and here's what she wrote. She said, free to feel, and it's okay to love myself. And here I think she's going to write this great insight that she had, and what it was really about was feeling those feelings, and being able to move past that and realize that it is okay to love myself. And she immediately started to take action to lose weight. And mm-hmm. she's being successful at that. All from yeah. one little session in the chair. And it, and it really is about being able to feel those feelings and it's I one time I was so mad at somebody, I described it as being nail-biting mad, and Ugh. I I brought that deliberately into the chair at Dan's suggestion. I brought it in, and I started thinking about it and what it was that she did that made me so angry, and all of a sudden I had this wave of unconditional love go through every. You know, inch of the way, it it just kind of came through my body, this unconditional love. And I went, well, we've been friends for 20 years. I really don't want to never see her again. And I called her up. We got together, and we were able to get through the conflict in five minutes. And she was able to understand how I felt the way I did, and I was able to understand she was just really uncomfortable with um actually what something somebody had shared in their session afterwards. she it made her feel uncomfortable. and it was somebody that needs to be in control and she didn't like that. so mm-hmm. we were able to work through it. a twenty year friendship um, could have been at its end, but uh, we're we're very close now.
1: Wow. I mean, what I love about this is, and this is really kind of the key, because we don't really know in our day to day, we really don't know sometimes the things that are bugging us because we're really talking about an unconscious level, so to speak, or a subconscious level. Our, you know, Dr. Dan, I know you've talked about this before, you know, yes. and I know that was my experience as well, Right. You know, we're talking about something that if somebody says to you, well, what's wrong with you? You're thinking, well, I don't really know. But, you know, doesn't this allow for those things to have an opportunity to show up?
0: Absolutely. I, I think it's important to understand from the get-go that <clears throat> those things that we are, that, that, that are in our subconscious, are not just these deep, traumatic memories that we don't want to deal with. Right away, when you say subconscious, everybody goes there, but we're also not conscious of most of what we are spiritually, okay? That's not in our conscious awareness. And what, what what the technology does is, by allowing for that greater integration between one's spiritual self and one's conscious awareness, you all of a sudden have access to the wiser part of okay which you were previously not consciously aware of okay it was in the subconscious too and when that awareness is there you see things from a higher perspective that's what's dramatically different and that to me that's the most exciting part of this because you get to express that higher self in life the more you use this technology you become you already are that but it's not expressing itself. This is the this is the way to allow for that expression.
2: Oh, oh my goodness, Dan. Yes. That that was very helpful to me because I have in three years time of doing regular sessions with people, I have gotten so much better at kind of honing in on things and providing information that people find very helpful in terms of life purpose and just simply by following my own intuition and posing questions and it's really been an amazing experience and also in terms of helping people um, get through post-traumatic stress and um, one one thing that comes to mind is um, I had a session a number of sessions with a Vietnam vet. And the sound and vibration actually was alarming to him and reminded him of mortars in Vietnam. And um, afterwards, we talked and, and he cried and felt bad that, like, am I never going to be done with this? And I simply asked him, how old were you when that happened? When you went to Vietnam, how old were you? 18 years. And I said, and if you had cried at that time when the mortar scared you, what would have happened? And his answer was, I don't think I would have made it out of there. Mm -hmm. So he was able to just get through that. And when he left, he felt a little lighter. And he came back repeatedly. And he came back and... Dan and I had talked about that in the meantime, and he suggested we just turn the volume down a little bit and that I reassure him that I was right next to him, and if he um, got scared to just signal to me, and I would reassure him that he's not in Vietnam, he's in the chair. Well, simply saying that to him was able to help him through the next session, and he did just fine and continued to... To move past that, so it's amazing how it can help people that have been stuck and Dan, how is something. how is he now? He seems happier every time I see him he's, he's, he's happier.
1: Okay. I would say he's happier:
2: Great.
1: Well, I think the things that we're talking about are you know our are, are situations that uh, all of us go through uh, some degree or another, and we just go about our day. But then right. we wonder why we can't live our dreams or we wonder why we can't, you know, kick an addiction or we wonder why, you know, the next thing we know, we're, not, you know, we're we don't fit in the clothes we're fitting in or we don't we're, we're not able to have the jobs that we want or have the relationships we want. And so, you know, for the people that are listening to the show, they may seem like Wow, that's like not a big deal. But you know what? When you're going through it, that is a big deal.
0: You know, there's, there's, um, there's a word that I think is very important that nobody likes to discuss very much. And, and the word is called surrender. Yeah. And, and people, you know, our egos are all about control. And so surrender is the antithesis of control. And people say, well, you can't just surrender. You, just, you, know, you have to actively do this and do that. Hmm. Well, the truth of the matter is you really need to surrender the ego in order for your true self to come into play and take a much more active role in your life. And what this technology does is it jumpstarts the surrender process. It really allows you—because it literally induces a level of relaxation that allows that process to begin, and then you develop the attitude of, I can can surrender a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. And that's why people end up making the progress they do, because they give up the egoic control, and life starts to live itself. Everything starts to happen— because now you're allowing life to flow the way it was intended to flow. And I know a lot of people say, you know, that's just a bunch of voodoo. I mean, that's yeah. just that's just crazy stuff. But I've seen it time and time again. When we give that control over to our higher self, things happen and life gets better, and we don't have to make it happen. The active role I believe we need to take in life, is that surrendering that control to what we truly are, allowing that to express itself. And that's when life gets a whole lot better.
1: Well, and I think so- you're talking about something really important. You know, as a matter of fact, I love the word surrender. You know, there's another word we use, especially we've used this now, you know, sort of in the culture of, of spirituality, and that is letting go. You know, that's another word for it. You know, if, if someone's listening to the show and they're thinking, well, wait a minute, surrender, that's, yeah, wow. Uh, think about letting go. I mean, we had Guy Finley on here the other day. There's a reason that his book, Letting Go, went to the number one best selling list, because we all want to be able to do that. And what mm-hmm. we're talking about with the chair is it literally facilitates a process that we're not even realizing we're in but somehow we're different. And isn't that the beauty of transformation? Because everybody will tell you, I don't wanna go through transformation and change if it's gonna be this painful and take this long, right? But what well, you're describing, Wendy and Dan, is it, it doesn't have to.
2: <laughs> yeah, and in fact, that is the word I use. Dan has people try to go to sleep, At the beginning of his, or at least he did when we were initially using the chair, I have come to a place where I talk to people about totally surrendering to source energy, or God, or Buddha, or whoever, but it's all about surrender. Or if they have a specific um, conflict or issue they're dealing with right in their life at this moment, then... Intentionally bring that into the chair just in the first few minutes and then see what happens. And they will be feeling a feeling and then release it, release that feeling. And they are able to move through it and move beyond it in one hour session. And, um, so it is totally about surrendering and releasing things and moving on.
1: I wanted to ask you, because, you know, uh, both of you have had, you know, people that you've worked with from all walks of life. What was the greatest transformation that you can think of that you've seen? Um,
2: Myself. (laughs) 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 Wait a minute. Let me think about this. The greatest transformation uh, that I have seen is that, Story that I told you, just mm-hmm. that the one that said, I know why I use food it that was a big transformation and and she's still on yeah. that path, but yeah. um that's the most people and we're talking um somebody that's way beyond overweight that it it's not a change that many people are able to do on their own,
1: right. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I've I've seen some things that have been very dramatic um, as a physician that have been very interesting to me because I've had a number of people come to me after the medical profession has given up on them and has has told them that, I'm sorry, there's nothing else we can do for you. And one woman was, uh, she was a young woman, 34 years old, and she had life-threatening asthma, and she was on every medication that you could be treated with. And she continued to have breakthrough asthma attacks uh, with blue fingers, and, and and her doctor literally says, I'm so sorry, there's nothing we can do for you at this point. And, and she said, well, you're just leaving me, and, and I'm going to die. And he, there was nothing else he could say, because medically, that was about it. And this was all related to unresolved, subconscious, stress-provoking thoughts. And she had no way to get at them, and so these the, these stress situation was literally provoking these horrendous asthmatic attacks, despite the fact she was on 60 milligrams of prednisone and all the other, you know, asthmatic medication. And in working with her, she was able to resolve those issues. And nine months later, she was on no medications and she was competing in, in triathlon. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, it was talk about a whole life transformation. There, there you have it
1: yeah yeah and you know that's why i asked the question because you know there's really you know we're looking at the many many people that both of you have ha- have had the pleasure of working with and the many people that keep coming back uh what a great show i know we have a couple of minutes and i wanted to ask each of you this question you know what would you say to people listening to the show what would we invite them to expect and, and that's a very general question. Um, but I think it's an important one because most of the time we're so used to expecting the same old same. What would what would you be able to say, Dr. Dan?
0: Well, when you say expect in, in terms of the first time you use the technology, is that what you mean? No,
1: the changes they could probably, you know, the changes to expect in their lives.
0: Oh, uh, you know, I think that, I think probably the the most, common thread is this reduction in the need to control which mm-hmm. plays out in so many different ways so most people would see that as being more relaxed and at peace because they're not trying to control things so that's what I see and it's just it's expressed a thousand different ways depending on what yeah. their issues are
2: yeah <clears throat> yeah and wow. I still, and I still call the chair the happy chair I yeah. see people becoming happier and, as Dan said, more contented and more at peace and just thankful in their daily lives and moving forward, really moving forward and achieving things that they never dreamed were possible. And I see that on a regular basis. Wow. It's, it's, it's really quite profound. and. Wow. Not to mention, there's all kinds of other things that I mean. It's not a medical device, but I see people, people's health improving.
0: Wow. Yeah, and that's, and well, that's because you know you have to realize that 66% of doctors' office visits are due to stress and stress-related illness. So yeah. if you reduce stress, then uh, all those health-related problems start to improve.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, we, we now know so much about that, Dr. Dan, that we know more now about what blocks healing than we ever have. And what you're talking about is people being able to have an experience where they become unblocked. Yep. Yep. Wow. Thank you both. Before we go, thank you for today. Please give out the website again. And is there a phone number? Uh, if folks want to find out more, what's the best way for them to do that?
0: Yeah. They, Uh, The best thing to do is go to tools t o o l s t o awaken a w a k e n dot com tools to awaken dot com and there is a phone number um, there uh, that is easily identified on the on the home page that they can call and learn
1: more. Wow, Wendy, Doctor Dan, thank you both so much. And I just want to say, Wendy, what would you like to say to folks at this point? What would you like to say to them? about the oh, chair well, and about their experience. Hey,
2: check out the website and find someone in your area and come and try the chair. I've never right. seen anybody leave without a smile on their face huh. and it it's amazing.
1: Wow, thank you both so much for today. Hey, I want to thank all of you for tuning us uh tuning in and turning us on. And by the way, we're going to have a lot, lot more to say about what uh, this technology does and what the experience is about and why it is so very important in healing and wow I can't say enough about it but if you want to get creative you got to get the chair all right everybody we'll see you next time